Hello there. I'm Stephen Kent, and you're listening to Beltway Banthas, the Star Wars podcast live from the hive of scum and villainy in our very own galaxy, Washington, D.C. Hope you enjoyed the surprise end to my silence that has overtaken this podcast feed when I dropped a new episode of This is the Way into the feed the other week. In case you missed it, This is the Way is a new series within Beltway Banthas inspired by my book, How the Force Can Fix the World, offering listeners a positive message in my humble opinion and a piece of advice for living happily that comes from a galaxy far, far away, at least in my experience. Now, my sincere hope is that these meditative podcasts connect to things going on in the world at the time of their release and that they feel relevant to you. Last week was about war and peace and balancing your intake of bad news from around the world, well, with things that are a little bit less bad and make you feel actually like good about the direction of where things are headed. Why? Because to be useful to those around us and effective at managing our own lives, we need to recognize our limits. Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius wrote in his definitive work, Meditations, Every hour, focus your mind attentively on the performance of the task in hand, with dignity, human sympathy, benevolence, and freedom, and leave aside all other thoughts. You will achieve this if you perform each action as if it were your last. You know the tension, though, where reality sets in. Focusing on the moment versus embracing willful ignorance. How is it moral or good to live with tunnel vision? A listener wrote back to me about last week's episode and gave me a comment and said this. Qui-Gon's quote on focusing on the moment in reality that you can control. However, think about Americans writ large. In my opinion, they should be paying more attention to the things outside of their day-to-day. I don't believe we need more breaking news awareness 100%. No thanks. It's still this vicious cycle, though, that we saw after 9-11, where we're going to go get the bad guys, but go out and shop. Do you get what the, the listener is saying here? Basically, that we do need to focus on the things going on around the world. And currently, a lot of Americans in particular sort of like to put on their their blinders a little bit. Like, you know, you sort of sign off and agree tacitly by your vote to a war abroad. And then you just sort of go out and go on a shopping spree and you go about your daily life as if there's not a war going on that America is still actively involved in. Like that's actually a really, really, really great point. This speaks to something really worrisome in our political culture in American foreign policy, which is where we collectively agree after 9-11 to foreign wars and deployments of troops with no end date in sight. And we go about our lives like it's not happening. The war on terror, Afghanistan, Iraq, unless you were fighting yourself or had family deployed, the war was hardly even real. And I I mean that really. Like historically, war has consequences for a polity. We're seeing a little bit of that right now at the gas pump, for example, because the U.S. has decided to sort of take a stake and take a side in the Ukraine-Russia conflict and assist Ukraine by ceasing the import of Russian oil. We're increasing, without increasing our domestic supply, we eat higher costs at the gas pump. And that is sacrifice. That's responsibility. That's reality and engaging with the world as it is. The American way seems to me to be increasingly 
the American way to me seems to be getting everything you want and never having to pay for it when it comes to policy. Don't live with your head in the sand. Be alert, be ready to act, but be realistic and be responsible. Little Star Wars story for you. Princess Leia has an interesting arc in the book Bloodline by Claudia Gray in the years that follow Return of the Jedi. She is acutely aware of the dark force that's rising in the galaxy, that being the beginning of the First Order. So this neo-imperialistic, you know, fascistic group that really wants to, to revive the days of the Empire and try to make it work. And she is adamant that the New Republic needs to maintain a military and snuff out this threat early. Mon Mothma, on the other hand, in the post-war period, she becomes, you know, somewhat of a head-in-the-sand kind of leader. She supports disarmament, like full disarmament, um, you know, of the, of the alliance, supporting disarmament as a means to peace. You know, no armies means why would we ever need to fight and why would anyone else ever want to fight? Leia actually doesn't buy this at all, because she's smart. She is pretty hawkish in believing that projecting an ability to act militarily is part of what helps to ensure peace. You know, hippy-dippy ideals about militarism could invite aggression. Essentially believing that hippy-dippy ideals about militarism could invite aggression. My message to you in last week's episode was that you need to be prepared for different eventualities. Any information you take in about wars abroad, political instability at home, or looming dips in the economy, which, by the way, there is one coming and you should get ready for it. What is the point of the stress if you don't do anything with that information? What is the point of the stress if you don't do anything or change anything that you are doing, the way in which you live, your habits, your lifestyle, with that information? Leia preferred preparedness over idealism in that post-war period. She lost that debate, and that's part of why we find her relegated to being a rogue general in The Force Awakens. Uh, and by the way, the Force, uh, the Force Awakens also features the destruction of the New Republic uh, when that threat that she had been warning about for many years and asking the New Republic to be more prepared for, uh, they unleash weapons of mass destruction on them. So thank you to Nick, our listener, for the message about the episode. Like, it's, it's, so thank you to that listener. Eh. So thank you for that listener note about the episode. I, highly invite challenge to to you know my views on these things and i think that it's always worth trying to push on some of these points because these things you know in their own way can come across as idealistic but they're also times that are but they're also ideas that are tested by time so big thank you to our listener for that message about last week's episode, I think it's worth pushing back on these things all the time, testing the boundaries of these ideas. Ideas should always be tested, but there are some ideas that are better than others because they are tested by time and by history. If you have thoughts, please send them my way at beltwaybanthas at gmail.com or on Twitter at beltwaybanthas. I am always keeping an eye on those. So, about the podcast, a couple of you have asked me, what's the future of Beltway Banthas? More or less, this is where things stand. 2021 was just resulted in total burnout for me. 
How the Force Can Fix the World, Lessons on Life, Liberty, and Happiness from a Galaxy Far, Far Away was a really, really big lift. And I was also hosting a, a TV political talk show for Al Jazeera called Rightly. Um, as soon as the book came out, my show was ended, and it, it just kind of all took a lot out of me um, to do all of that. And I think on a few different levels, I just couldn't continue business as usual with the podcast, despite how much I love it being a part of my life. So I've been trying to think about ways to sort of, you know, reorient what we're doing a little bit to keep things going. And that's where This Is The Way comes in. I have a newsletter and a community on Substack associated sort of with the ideas of Beltway Banthas. It's thisistheway.substack.com. And I'm writing there about the virtues of different popular fiction stories. I did an article uh, the other week about Vladimir Putin, Batman, and the Joker. And I also wrote a review of the new Pixar film, Turning Red, which is a fantastic movie, by the way. You really need to watch it on Disney Plus if you haven't. So for the foreseeable future, Beltway Banthas is, is going to be committed to doing this series. This is the way on better living and philosophy that can be found in and around Star Wars. This recent installment about preparedness is absolutely a part of that. Some days the Star Wars tie-ins are going to be heavy, and some days the Star Wars is going to be light in terms of how it connects to the idea. But Star Wars will always be involved. Honestly, because that's just how I see the world. I have Star Wars goggles on at all times. They're my favorite tool. If you're enjoying this and want to go a level deeper with me, subscribe to thisistheway.substack.com and be sure to stay subscribed here to the podcast. They're both interconnected. Now, on Substack, you can be a free subscriber, by the way, but I would love if you would consider getting a paid subscription. There are t-shirts in it for you, video hangouts, and a chat group coming together for Facebook and Discord. Um, lots of ways. I want to just try to recommit and rebuild here a little bit with Banthas because we've still got like a really strong and energized community. And I just want to figure out more ways for us actually to be in communication with one another. I love you guys. Beltway Banthas is important to me, and Beltway Banthas is still a thing. It is alive, but I could use more help. If you want to help me on the show, writing, producing, booking guests, please reach out. One thing I want to get back to this year is interviews, for example, both political guests and Star Wars creators. We've done that for years, so that is forthcoming, but I want to have a team Banthas has always run better that way if you've listened to this show and followed it for a while. But that requires you. Yes, you. You out there. Shoot me a message and offer me your sword, your axe, your bow, your time to chart a path forward. This is the way. <laughs> um, that's going to be all for this episode. We'll be back here very soon with a new episode that I'm going to be doing for This is the Way on Balance and the Supreme Court of the United States. Because if, if you read my book, How the Force Can Fix the World, available on Amazon right now, there's a chapter in there on Star Wars virtues of balance and sort of restoring balance to the Force. And a lot of the chapter focused on my concerns about sort of the balance of power in the United States between its different branches and what's going on in our fights over the judiciary, the Supreme Court. There is a Supreme Court confirmation hearing going on right now, 
And as you can imagine, it's same old, same old. Uh, personal destruction and power plays abounding. Um, it's not pretty to watch, and I have some thoughts on it that I want to share. So that will be in your feed here pretty soon, and it might be worth picking up How the Force Can Fix the World and rereading that balance chapter before that podcast comes out so you can kind of track some of what I'm thinking here. So do do that little bit of homework before that episode comes out. I think you will not regret it. That's it for today. I'm Stephen Kent. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen underscore Kent 89. And remember to subscribe to thisistheway.substack.com. The force will be with you always. <laughs>